going on, peoples? I'm in my kitchen. Nobody's home. I was in Colorado. God, that state's so pretty. It's such a... It, I thought it was... I, I was under the impression that Colorado's always freezing. Just like upstate New York. I, I, live in, um, I live in New Jersey, but growing up, my brother moved to the mountains. Up in uh, the Catskill Mountains. And, man, you go up there... By the end of August, September, it'd be f- it, freezing at night. And then by October, he's like, yeah, we got our first snowfall. I'm like, wow, God, how can you, ah. So there's times where I go in Colorado and I go, oh, I can, this is, I think I could live in a place like this. But the cold, I do not, I do not like cold. I can't stand the cold. I like sweatshirt weather. While I was in Colorado, I kind of, I wanted to, I noticed that Paul McCartney's on tour. I I saw him once at the Apollo Theater in New York. And when I, when I saw him, I got to say, I, I, was, I was completely blown out of my mind. A, because it's a small venue. B, I remember showing up. And this is for uh, Satellite Radio. It was Sirius Satellite Radio. And... Will Farrell's behind me. Uh, Matt Damon is there. Alec Baldwin. Howard Stern. Paul Simon. I think I saw Billy Joel. It was just a, a, an A-list celebrity zoo. It really was. It was like going to the zoo. Are you here for the celebrity zoo? I am. That and, that and SNL's 40th. Reunion was a, was an literally a celebrity zoo. Everywhere you went, like wow, there's, there's Leonardo DiCaprio. If you look to your right, you'll find Bradley Cooper, who's had a string of very successful roles in movies. <laughs> Just to your left of him, that would be Steven Spielberg talking with George Lucas, perhaps for the future Star Wars, perhaps for owning the entire world between the two of them when they put their money together. If you look just to the right, that is the great Jack Nicholson. You may remember some of his roles in the early years. If you look just to the right, there's Sylvester Stallone who is working on Rocky 14 and 15 as we speak. You hang out with coconuts, you get nowhere. And lemons, lemons. You hang out with nice people, you get nice friends, you understand? What a wonderful day. Here at the concert, Paul McCartney, and here comes Ozzy Osbourne. Here comes Ozzy. Everyone's coming to come see Paul McCartney. I, I, he's the one who started everything for me, and 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 and, 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 and it, it all comes down to Paul. If you ask any of the guys, they all say that. I, I've had conversations with the singer of ACDC. It's all he talks about is Paul McCartney. Especially the bands from England, everybody talks about Paul McCartney. He's the king. He's the god. He's he's the one. Now I'm in Colorado. While I'm in Colorado, I went. I'm gonna get tickets for Paul McCartney. So I go on the internet, and I'm they're they're pretty much sold out. So you have to go to these other ticket broker lines. And the section I want, I want a section, I really wanted a section 25. 
and there was a section across from it. 25 was directly to the right of the stage on the side. I didn't want to be on the floor because if you get some some big head in front of you or some guy's like six foot nine and his torso is six feet long, I, I just, I don't like being on the floor. If I'm not in the first three rows, I don't want anything to do with being on the floor because that that it's just the worst. You can't. You stand and this gorilla stands and, you know, or some lady, she got her hair all poofed up. There's, if I, so I want this section. I want section 25. I'm looking up, it's like $800. I went, do I really, really, I wanted to bring my daughter. I really wanted to bring my middle one because my middle one likes the Beatles. I remember when she bought her very first vinyl. She went to, to forgot what state we were in, and we traveling around, and she bought a vinyl. And she actually came up to me like, "Dad, can I buy a couple vinyls?" I went, "Do you have a plane?" She's like, "I just ordered one." Went, All right, I mean, vinyl—that's what you want. She was, "Yeah, yeah, yeah, I want fine." She came with Led Zeppelin and two B. She came with Sergeant Pepper and the White Album. Wait, you know how proud I was as a dad. It just, it was it was a very cool moment. I'm like you like, and she played it over and over and over. It was it was so. I went, you know what? If I if it'd be a really good daddy daughter thing to go to go check out Paul McCartney. I'm going outside. It's beautiful outside. How great would that be? But it's eight hundred bucks. I haven't even I haven't even gotten there yet. Eight hundred. So all right, let me look at some other sections. Then I'm going. Do I want to sit down? You know, in the back of the arena. The back of the arena can get me in for like uh, I don't know. It's probably two hundred, three hundred bucks. All right, so now I'm dropping six, seven hundred bucks before I show up for a concert. Yeah, I, plus he's seventy five. So who know who knows how long he's gonna be around? He may be dead. Paul McCartney ain't gonna be here longer. He, he's he. I mean, he may pull off uh, another five years. Who knows? But touring wise, this may be it for him. So this is a big. This is, this is a big decision. Is Paul McCartney worth dropping this much money? For a father-daughter night, for a, for a classic moment, for a Beatles. I mean, the list of songs go on and on and on. I, I so I I just kind of was ah let me God, I don't know if I should do this. I didn't pull the trigger. Did not pull the trigger. Next day I wake up like you know what, let me just let me just look again. So I start looking again and I'm. Seven. I found another site. All right, this one's six hundred bucks. This one's five hundred. This one eight hundred. Everything section twenty five, eight hundred something bucks. Ah, I don't do this. I and I finally just kind of forgot about it. Now what happens? I picked my daughter from school, and somebody went and saw Paul McCartney. Someone's parents. Saw Paul McCartney and said it was the greatest thing ever. 
And she starts talking about Paul McCartney. And my brother-in-law went and saw Paul McCartney. And he said, oh, the man was amazing. Played for three hours. The song list was tremendous. It was, it was just one of the best nights we've ever had. I went, oh, what am I doing here? So I, I get back on and I'm looking online again. I said, it's just a lot of money. I got, I got a septic tank. Some of you don't. Some of you have sewer from the from your town or from your city, and you don't have to. I have a, a tank, a septic tank, and this thing, this thing was shot, is shot. So I have to have it replaced. You know how much a septic tank and field goes for? Thirty to forty thousand dollars. Ow! So, what's I gotta do? I, I, I got my. We got all this work we have to do in the house. It's, it's just... Houses are a lot of money. And it never ends. Never ends. The bills just keep... Every day the doorbell rings. Bang, bang. Who's that? Another bill. Another bill. What is this one for? Well, your uh, water heater. My water... He- What's a... What? Yeah, your water heat. Your heat for your water... Yeah, except for the problem is this this thing's out of style and and actually I don't know who installed it, but it never really was for this size house. Yeah, when they first built these homes, they didn't know what they were doing. They just just flopped them together like teepees. That's every story of every freaking neighborhood. Yeah, and all the they didn't really need permits, so they were allowed to like put dead people and. And animals in your backyard and just kind of mix it in with the well tanks. And that's why that's why your well isn't good. Because now, like, the bones have brought into the most of the well walls. And uh, the sides of the walls and broke through. It's just, you know, back then, back then, 15 years ago, what are we in the Stone Age? What are you talking about? Lived in this house 18 years. He's freaking... We're playing wiffle ball during my mom's... My mom's, I don't know, the day, the day my mom passed away. And we're in my backyard, family's here, and we break out in a wiffle ball game. Me and my little nephews, and and it was it was fun. People were laughing, telling stories, and all that jazz. And we start playing wiffle ball. And um, there's a section where we're playing that just smells like ass. It smells horrible. And it's also this weird little patch of grass that's wet. So every time the ball would go over there, you'd have to be careful because it was muddy and you'd slip in it. But it was like, why is this area muddy? Like, did it rain last night? And it just, this area's having a hard time drying up. And as the day went on and the more we ran over it, the more like acid smelled. And then we started looking, like, did someone's dog, did, some, did the neighbor's dog, you know, that neighbor, that white trash neighbor, lets their dog out, lets them run around wherever, and the thing always comes in the yard and drops a deuce, and it goes back in the house, and she does it at 5 a.m. when no one's paying attention, and no one can see him. I know I've heard this thing barking in the yard a couple times, and I didn't mind because we are good neighbors, but now I mind because now it smells like ass, and it's probably your dog's ass. So now that's going on. I'm bashing them for like 20 minutes. Someone's responsible for this ass smell.
They can't be just a a pile of of wow. What is that sitting in the middle of your lawn? You hear me, Larry? <coughs> Larry. Who's an animal? Your mother's an animal, you son of a bitch! You're gonna find your dog dead in the hallway tomorrow, you yeah. So then, um, we had someone come out and they're like, yeah, this is septic related. What do you mean? So these two bananas come. This is, this is another one. For my mom's burial, my mom is a big Mets fan. So, for her burial, we thought, you know what? Oh, and it was, in, it was in Queens. Now, we all live in Jersey and we're out Long Island. So, to be buried in Queens, very, very inconvenient, Mom. Thank you. Very inconvenient. But she wanted to be buried with her father and blah, blah, and I get it. So, we set, I set up the whole funeral thing. I'm talking with my sister and... Like, you know, it's at 11, it's like 11 a.m. or 11.30 a.m. is the burial or the service because you need, you know, the clergyman. And I look up and the Mets are playing a day game. I went, wouldn't this be, wouldn't this be sick if we could all go to the Mets game right at the mom's burial? How funny would that be? Long story short, that's exactly what went down. I rented a bus. Got everyone on that bus. We all went to the funeral, the burial, and then we all went to the Mets game. And the Mets, the Mets set up with this ridiculous suite. It was like a thirty-person suite. It was amazing. It was, there was my niece and nephew have not talked to each other since pretty much when my dad, when their mom passed away, and my dad passed away. It was right around the same time. But before we went to the game, those guys showed up here. These septic guys show up at like 7.30 in the morning. They said, oh, yeah, you know, it probably just needs to be cleaned out or whatever, and we'll look into it. I said, really sorry. We're going to a burial. Yeah, no problem, no problem. This was literally Lauren Hardy. You ever see Lauren Hardy? But whatever. And listen, if you're a smoker, all power to you. But when you show up at someone's house on a job, I don't care if you're the plumber, whatever. He, he shows up and he's he's in my yard, you know, with the cigarette dangling from his mouth, smoking. Like, dude, I, you're a mess. You're a mess. You, you just, I don't know. Is that, you don't do that, right? You don't, if you're going to smoke, you're going to wait till you break time and you go in your truck or you go walk down the street or something. No? Do you do it in your customer's Yard and all that without asking? No way. No way. What is this garbage? My wife, my, wife's like, my wife gets sick when she smells cancer. She's on cancer treatment pills. Is he just, are you just that unaware? You just don't care? I don't know. It's weird. To me, it's weird. 30 years ago, no. 40 years ago, no. Now, it's a little weird. Guy's choking, coughing. Yeah, we're going <laughs> to... <laughs> we should have this, uh, you know, we're going to put a little snake in there and just uh, <laughs> clean the pipes out. It's your mess. So, we go to game. It's amazing. We go to burial. I don't, I don't even know who the Mets are playing. I don't even remember the game. I don't remember if they won. I don't know what happened. I just know there was a moment when I turned around and I saw people that haven't talked to each other. In a long time. Long, long time. 
and they were they were laughing together that that was that's what I remember from that day so now the game is over we all hop back on this bus we're heading back home it's a little bus one of you know 18 20 passenger deals heading back of course every female on the bus has to pee at least five times so now we got to find and they don't understand like we're driving through Harlem on the Harlem River Drive we're we're driving through parts of Jersey that aren't the great we really have to pee like well I understand that we should have known that the bus doesn't have a urinal and you should have peed before we left isn't that, that common sense well, can't we pull over? No, I'm not pulling over on 125th and 5th in Harlem. No. With, with, with a bus of, of, of white people that never been out of their own neighborhood? Like, are you crazy? Hi, is there somewhere? Can we use your bodega to pee? No. Hey, uh, excuse me, Holmes. Aha. <laughs> uh-huh. What it is, bro? We're from out of town. No shit. So that was another fiat. That that was another project trying to find, and we end up finding this little. I don't know. I thought we were in another country. No, everyone, um, everyone spoke Spanish. Everything was written in Spanish. It's like screw it. Just all right. If you got to pee that bad, let's do it right here. We went there. I, I don't know what. I don't know where it was. I have no clue. I just know everything was in Spanish, and I feel like it was off Route 46 or Route 80 in Jersey. Come again. You know I don't speak Spanish. In English, please. Now we're heading back, and we get snacks and all the fruit. My wife's buying fruit. My wife always buys fruit. I'm going to get blueberries and strawberries because it's really good for you. And, and this is, now we start heading home. We're tired. Had a long day. Some people drinking. Some people emotional. It's my mother. Come all the way back to my house. The septic guys are still there. They're still here. So what, what is going? Oh, we got this. Uh, we got a, we got a hose stuck in one of your pipes, and I don't know how to get it out. They just, they, they got stuff stuck underground in my septic. They cut the wires and just let them because they couldn't get it out, and they just hand me a bill for like five hundred bucks. See the balls on humanity. Sorry, we didn't fix it. We're not really sure, and we trashed the place. 500 bucks, please. And you mind if I smoke in your face? Like, did it, was this just a mob hit? What just happened? All I know is, uh, I'm the bear of bad news. You gotta get another septic. Alright, now... So that's a big... That's a big... When someone says septic, they're not talking five grand, ten grand. It's 30 to 40... Pushing more in the 40. The septic may be like 30 something, 32, 33 grand, but now you got to get a guy who comes out here as an engineer. He's an engineer and he surveys your land and takes samples from your soil and and he costs two grand or three grand. And then there's these permits and certain things with the town and oh, we didn't know and uh. Uh, 20 years ago, 30 years ago, when they built this house. That's every neighborhood. So, you know, when they built these homes, they didn't, uh, they didn't make, uh, the roofs right, and the, uh, they didn't do anything right. They just slopped it together. Yeah, I'm sure that's exactly how it went down. 
has nothing to do with you being shady, wanting to take money out of me. It's unbelievable. I think they change laws just so they can make money of dumbasses like you and I. So I got a lot of big bills. Look at this new marketer I'm working for. He's, he's so far, you know, I'll find out what he's doing. I'm excited about him. He's got great ideas. I think we both have good ideas. Everyone's a little leery of him. I'm not. But that's another bit. That's an expense. It's another monthly expense. My whole back deck is shot. It's another 30 grand. So I'm looking at 70 grand. $70,000 at the bare minimum. Very bare minimum. I'm going to say it's up. I'm going to say 80. My back patio by the pool's all cracked. That's going to be another 20, 25. I'm looking at 100,000 dollars before I make a cent this year. Oh, did I tell you the oldest ones in college? You know, she couldn't go, you know, they're going to community college where they or a college that costs less than 10, 15 grand. Thank God I got 16 grand off her tuition a year. Or else that's that's like 48 48 grand. That would be 100 that's 150 140 grand now. I still haven't counted my other two kids. I still haven't counted the fact that an agent takes 10% of all your money. Of a lawyer that's a go through, he's 300 bucks an hour. You got to pay a publicist. It's insanity when I sit there and really think about it. So at the end of the day, are these Paul McCartney tickets worth it? This is what it all comes down to. This is what it all comes down to. Yeah, you know, when I think of my overhead, I I have a, you know, people just think like, oh, you know, you make money and that's it. No. No. I, I guess something coming from Amazon every other day delivered to my house. So what is this? Oh, you know, kids need this and that and what, how much, what? I feel like my house is one big slot machine. Ka-jing, ka-jing, whoops, lost again. Sorry, pal. <laughs> No triple apples on this roll. <laughs> so my house is one big freaking slot machine that never pays out. Good God. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. And while I'm doing that, my wife's looking at second homes. I said, what do you... What, you, you, you want to redo the bathroom. You want to redo the entire deck. You want to redo the patio area. You want to redo the basement. How much do you think that's going to cost? I mean, that's like $80. Oh, yeah, the septic, too. That's another 30, 40 grand. Just 2000. Welcome to 2018, Jim. Happy New Year. And ta- oh, God, taxes are the best. I love the taxes once you're over a certain bracket. They're just, oh, it's amazing when you go out and you go, hey, it's a sold out show. Good luck. You're only getting half your money. 
Oh, no, I take that back because percentages and, and the business people get it. I, I come home with about 20 to 25% of my money at every show, if I'm lucky. Madness. I'm not going to do I'm not. I don't want to turn this into a moan fest. I just want to make an awareness. Just an awareness. Stay woke! Just a little awareness, that's all. Not complaining. Just awareness. I'm waiting for someone to show up from Amazon today. So anyway, I keep looking for these McCartney tickets. I can't find a decent seat under 300 bucks. I thought maybe I'll wait till the night before. That was my game plan. I'm going to wait till the night before. And then, because tickets usually, they get cheaper the closer to the date. Because the brokers just want to get rid of them. Maybe like two days later, I get an email. Joe, who plays in my band, his wife Amy. Amy sends me an email. Would you and Dee be interested to go and see Paul McCartney? Here are all the dates. And it was all for this week. Here are the dates. I can get tickets. All right. Oh, my God. What? I, I was talking about doing this all week. I don't know if I don't know if D would want to go, but I definitely would want tickets, and I would want to bring my daughter. She comes back. Well, these people we know. I think I can have a private suite. So I'm thinking, oh my god, we could be in a suite. Cause I, whenever I think suite, I think like a ball game or a concert event, and you have this own little room with a with a bartender and there's food and it's just it's the greatest experience. It's amazing. It's amazing. So how am I? And she goes, and yet, just let me know how many tickets. So I asked D. Would you be interested? My wife goes, no. Um, I said, I want to bring Kelsey. She goes, bring the little one. I went, no. I'm not going to bring a kid to a concert. She doesn't know any song. I end up asking my youngest daughter. She said, Dad, I don't know any of the songs. I said, great. It'll be just me and Kelsey. I'll keep it a secret. How much do I owe you? No, no, no. This is a thank you. This is a thank you. It's not how much I owe you. It's from the, it's, it's all good. Thank you. What section does she have? 25. Row two. And we were halfway through the concert before anyone even sat in front of us. I saw this. I flipped out. I went, do you realize I've been, that's this section I've been trying for, for the last 30-something hours. I would just keep going back. I want a section 25. So please, please find me one doofy guy that's not paying attention. He wants to drop this for 200 bucks. Section 25, row 2, seats 1-2 at the Berkeley, Barkley, Barkley, Brooklyn, whatever Jay-Z's place, the Barkley Center in Brooklyn, the Barkley Center in Brooklyn. I couldn't believe it. I couldn't believe it. I was freaking ecstatic. Are we sure you don't, I, I don't know you any, I'll pay. She's like, no, no, no. So we get to go to the suite for the pre, pre-show. Then we go to the seats. Then we can go back to the suite after. When, oh my, this is, this is crazy. I, I, thank you so much. And McCartney's one of those guys for me. I'm not an A-lister. I can't just call someone up and go, um, can you tell them Jim Brewer would like two tickets for uh, Paul McCartney, Sir Paul? Uh, Tom Jim was the goat on SNL in the 90s. Very popular character, has a doll. Um, very cult movie going on a 20-year anniversary. 
of next year uh, with David Chappelle. It's called Half-Baked Jim Bruce Story. Can you just let them know? He lets Sir Paul know um, that this big name would like two tickets, please, and to be set up as well as possible. I'll wait on your call and email. Thank you. Yeah, no, I don't have... No, I don't have that swagger. It, I, I may have swagger like that, may, with the Mets, if I'm lucky. I don't have swagger like that. I, I like that some people, you know, my wife will go, can you call me? I'm not, no, because I know where, I, no, I know where I stand. And speaking of standing, so yeah, I'm. I, we went to Paul McCartney last night. Before we even get to that, standing behind us was Emma Stone. I don't want to brag, but uh, I was two rows ahead of Emma. Just saying. Who's an A-lister now, Emma? Huh? Huh? Still rocking it from the 90s, baby. <laughs> yeah, my, my doors are dead. Look, two rows behind us. Emma Stone's directly behind us. Like, I... I really don't care. She's a great actress. I love her. I love all the stuff she does. She's young and she's got a great career. I really, I don't care. I, I really. If you told me, uh, you know, Bruce Dickinson standing behind me, eh, I might peek. Might give a little peek. I just, I, whatever. Celebrities don't do it for me anymore. They really don't. I think the only one that would would be Eddie Murphy. And I had my chance to meet him, and I dropped the ball. I was too nervous. He's the only guy I would be nervous. Just just to say, wow. Like a rock band. You were my whole... You were my teenage... All my, you were my driving force as a teenager. You were the inspiration. You were the guy. You're the one I imitated. You're the one I watched everything you did. Just like a band listening to every record. Just... Buying those tickets to go see the concert, sleeping over the concert. That Eddie Murphy was that, and I, I never got to meet him. I always wanted to meet him. Tito, get me some tissue. But yeah, so Emma's stone is behind me, and my daughter's like, "Oh wow, that's." And then we were laughing like, "We're closer. We got better seats." I what? Listen, I'm not gonna lie to you too. A couple times, I would pretend I was really into the concert. Which I was into the concert anyway. Every song he did, was pretty, it, it seemed like he did 60% Beatles songs. Uh, a couple Wings, uh, 20% Wings, 20% just Paul McCartney. It was great. It was, it, was a, it was an amazing show. But I'm not going to lie to you. So, with the Emma Stone thing, I, I would... Perhaps mouth the words a little too much during certain songs when I knew in the in the back of my mind there was a part of me going I kind of does Emma Stone like know who I am like does she go oh my god that's that that's that comedian I really like that guy I've listened to him on Howard he's that's that's Jim Brewer that was so oh my god he, I used to listen to him and his stories of his dad that's so cool. There was part of me that really wanted that. I'm not going to lie to you. But I wouldn't give the time. I wasn't going to look back at her. I didn't want to notice her. But there was a part of me like I would, Hey, Jude, 
I, that whole, every song that was like Beatles, I would, Helter Skelter. Oh, my God. I thought I was, did, did Paul McCartney can rock. I didn't realize, I mean, it, his stuff isn't hard rock, but he's got some, you can see where a lot of musicians are influenced by this. And the time period of being influenced by this, it is it's unbelievable. It's like watching a history book watching this guy perform. But yeah, when he's doing Health to Skelter, I you know, I'm doing the whole words and rocking my hand, put my hand up and and singing along. But there was part of me going, Is Emma looking at me right now? I'm not attracted and I didn't want you know, it's just it's the vanity. Is Emma looking at me right now? Is she saying, look at Jim Brewer enjoying his night with his daughter. What a great, what a cool guy. What a great man. That's, that was, that was on my head the whole time. So I shouldn't, I shouldn't pretend like I don't care. I did care. I cared big time. I wanted Emma to say hello. I just wanted to say, I just wanted to say, I think you're really cool. I love listening to you on Howard. Maybe one day we'll work together. That That's all. No way. Would have made my night. I could have done the whole pawning off on my daughter thing. My daughter wouldn't know if she can get a picture with you. Is that cool? My daughter wanted to say she just thinks you're amazing. <laughs> I could have done that. Oh, by the way, please don't ever do this to anyone or any celebrity. Or, or who you think is a celebrity don't roll up on someone with your phone saying hey my wife my friend my kid my a big friend and, and can you just say hello you know how uncomfortable that is weird it's it's rude don't do that I was hanging out with my with my daughter yesterday we're waiting bef- before we went into the Barclay Center and a guy, you know, the guy comes up with his phone, and I'm thinking he just wants to take a picture, which is fine. Hey, my girlfriend's on the line. She's a huge fan. Just, just, just say hello. Like, there, like, what, what are you thinking? I don't want to. And I said, I don't want to talk to her. And they look at now. I'm the ass. I'm talking to my daughter. I'm talking to two friends of mine. Like, that's just so, so weird. Don't do that. Whoever you're a fan of, don't make an ass of yourself. Just enjoy the moment. Look at the person and go, wow, that's so-and-so. How cool is that? How cool is that? I don't mind people come up and they say, hey, can we take a picture? I don't mind. But don't don't have someone on the phone and make me talk to them now. It drives me nuts. And I instantly, here's a little inside tip, I immediately don't like you I I immediately am turned off by you sometimes they'll put they'll just hand you the phone and the person in the other line is uncomfortable too they don't know what to say hey I know you guys don't know each other and you just fan here it's uh you know, can you giggle t- so she knows it's you come on dude tighten up this is the music we tighten up with you want me bad like a goat like what do you we Dance around like a monkey? What do you... Get your act together. What, what, what's going down? Why do you... I'm not... I, I'm not... Listen. I'm excited they know. I'm excited that they're 
it gives them happiness and joy and they're they're probably going to go see another show of mine just don't come up to me or don't come up to anyone you love as a fan don't do that with the phone can you just be cool once please just once it's moronic it's rude it's selfish don't do it take a selfie of you with them in the background do it do that some people don't like that stuff at all. I don't mind. I like saying hello. I really, I'm a people person, so I don't mind. I love when people come up to me and they go, Hey, I watched that thing with your dad. Hey, I read your book. Hey, I've seen you a couple times. Blah, blah, blah. I love what you're doing with your mother. I love, you, you know, I love what you do with your father. You're real. Just great. Boom. We're done. We're not going to go to dinner. We're not going to. But those conversations are great. I had a long conversation in Colorado. This was interesting. So I'm in uh, Colorado Springs, which downtown looks like... Downtown Colorado Springs looks like they shipped in hundreds of homeless and mentally ill people and dumped them on the streets. That is a horrible downtown. Colorado Springs is a terrible downtown area. Horrible. It's, It's... has a creepy vibe. It's got a, a little bit of a dirty vibe. You don't know if you're gonna. You shouldn't be in college. You shouldn't be anywhere walking down the street and people yelling, talking to themselves, going through the garbage. What? What happened? It's not just one or two. There's. It's loaded. One of the biggest homeless populations I've ever seen. Touring Denver years ago, I went. I was really taken back by how many people were there. I saw more homeless and deranged, poor and deranged individuals in Boulder, in in Colorado Springs, walking downtown, than probably Manhattan. That's right. It stinks. It stinks. Some place stinks. It's they got a. I don't know who the mayor is or what their deal is, but you dropped the ball horrendously over there. You don't have you don't have abandoned buildings somewhere that you can get funding to start doing something. You know, people when I was when I was in New York City, we had those problems. Giuliani, oh Giuliani's this and Giuliani. Yeah, but I give him credit. He took everyone off the street. Oh, he's throwing them in jail. He wasn't throwing them in jail. He give them a place to sleep for the night and he bring them into shelters. And when he, they were at the shelters, they would say, "You can stay here, but you have to work here. You can't just stay here." If you're going to stay here for the night, you got to help here. Help help pass out soup. Help do crackers. Help do uh, the, the blankets. Help each other. Build a little confidence. That's that's what you want to do. What's going on in Colorado Springs? What are, what are you doing over there? What happened? What, did your city lose a bet? Did you lose a bet? Okay, if this happens, I'll take all the homeless. You do, if this happens, I'll bring all the homeless to you. Deal. Deal, Clarid. You got it, Chad. What what is going on? So it was after the show. Show was great. Every city I played over there. Boulder, Silverthorne, Denver, Colorado Springs, Fort Collins. Fort Collins might have might have been my favorite. They were all great. They were all great areas. So after after the show, 
it's my last night. I've been gone 10 days. I really miss D. I really miss the kids. Really miss D and the kids. I just want to I just want to see them. I just want to be around them. I don't mind if they're bickering. It's just anything. I just want to be around family. I love being around family. I love sitting in my yard just listening to birds. I, I, there's that very boring easy side of me. So it's the last night I go into uh I'm I'm wired. The shows were done by like 9:30, 10 o'clock. So I'm all I'm all wired. I decided to go get a um I go to the bar. Now the place is crawling with people all spoofed up. So clearly it's a big catering place where I'm staying at. I think the Boulder no, where I was Colorado Springs. If you go to downtown Colorado Springs, there's one tremendous, enormous hotel, classy place, little foo-foo, it's very old. That's where I was staying. So I walk in there, it's the end of the night, change my clothes, so I go downstairs, I'll grab one glass of wine, one, one mug of beer, wind down, go to bed, get ready to go home. I go to the bar. It looked like they were having a wedding there. There was all this huge, it was just a lot of people in gowns, a lot of women in gowns, men's suits. I thought I saw a tuxedo too. I, I don't know. I'm just assuming it's a wedding. I grab a beer. I sit. There's a bunch of people at the bar. I don't go in near any of them. I leave. I go in the corner by this little sitting section. It's a good, I don't know, 50, 75 feet away from everyone. And I'm watching these two older women sit down. They're talking. They have their gowns on. And I, 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 I thought they were the two mother-in-laws talking to each other. That's where I... So I'm trying to listen to them, and I don't know. They were talking about kids. And then out of nowhere, um, this woman comes up, and uh, she yeah, she's probably my my age, maybe maybe younger. She went, "Oh, are you are you in town doing a show?" I said, "Yeah, I was doing a show." She, you mind if I sit here for a second? Like, oh God, I don't know. Sure. She sits down. Um, a guy comes over and she starts telling me she just need to talk. She starts talking about her special needs son and her husband. And this was a great night out. Uh, her and her husband go through a lot and a special needs kid. She loves this kid so much, but he, he's a special needs kid. It's, uh, you know, the whole shebig, a wheelchair, all that jazz. She takes care of him. He takes care of him. And she wasn't she wasn't complaining. She was just saying like she's blessed and she you know the love and this event and all this jazz. Someone else came over and they start talking about wow what a great event we raised a lot of money da 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 and then another guy comes up to me and he starts talking he's like hey how you like downtown I said it's nasty because I know the homeless blah blah we're we're working on it I saw you. Are you in the government? He goes, no, but I, you know, I, I did this charity. I said, what is it? I thought it was, uh, I thought this was a wedding. He goes, no, it's for abused children and children in need. And we do fundraising so we can raise money to 
help them with supplies and stuff like that and they need therapy after abuse and all this other stuff he hands me his card and I'm thinking he's a government official he's a pot vendor he's a pot vendor he owns like most of the vendings in Colorado Springs this is why Colorado's doing it right I was take I I was completely blown away I went you're you're who now Organics. What is organics? He goes, yeah, we do all the um, dispensaries. We have all the dispensaries, and you should come in one time or come to the fields where we where we make everything. What? This guy is doing charity now. I'm assuming it's all going to a good place, but Colorado is setting an example for it. whether you're for marijuana. Or against marijuana, I, I, with my own two eyes, with conversation, still have his business card. And this woman talked to me for the longest time about her, about her special needs kid. So I know it was legit. And the other person talked to me about an abuse. To I mean, I was really taken back by that. These were great, strong people and a lot of passion, a lot of caring. And here's the guy that's putting it all together, him and some other people that run dispensaries. And they hooked up with some hospitals. And like, dude, that's, that is the part where it's going to be 50 years from now, just like the way alcohol one time was, um, illegal it's there's going to be a time when our grandkids or kids get older and go that stuff was illegal when you were growing like you people were arrested oh yeah and they did long time are you kidding me no people went to prison for that i just i it's, it's mind-boggling madness but it was a great trip Really, really, such a good time. Beautiful, beautiful cities. Got to see some friends. It was really nice. But now I'm back into um, heading out to um, Detroit, Michigan. Friday, which you're probably listening to today. Then I do a New Jersey, New Brunswick State Theater. Then I head to Pennsylvania. I really like where I'm going. Jim Thorpe in Hanover. Um, next week when I'm there, it is absolutely stunning. I played there last year. I loved it so much. I called my agent up, Matt, said, Matt, please, if they want me back, can I come back here? I loved, absolutely loved these two little towns. Gorgeous, uh, mountain country, foliage is turning. The foliage is starting here in the Northeast, and it's just, it's breathtaking. I'm off, um... The third week in October, and I was thinking about going upstate New York, but then my oldest daughter called me, the one in Florida. She got evacuated, now she's uh, back in school. And I had the moment, I I don't, you know, I miss her, I, I miss her. I'm not sitting home crying and sobbing, but I miss her. And I can't wait to hang out with her. 
She's a young adult, and I like listening to her growing and emotionally growing and talking. And so she called me the other day, and um, yeah, she's talking about all this stuff and emotions she's going through, and ex-boyfriend, how she loves school, and this friend and that friend, and that's and and she's going through all this stuff, and then she goes, "Could you come visit me?" Oh my God, my heart almost sank. I said, "I'd love to." She goes, "Yeah, just, just, just. I just want to like go to dinner." Went, "Oh, I would love to do that." And you know what? All the cool things I've done, I've done a lot of cool things. I, I I love my life. I'm not going to lie to you. I love my life. And I know I go through, we all go through very difficult times. We all have family issues. We all have struggles that we're trying to get through. You know, my wife today is in Philadelphia getting treatment for her cancer. Thank you, UPenn, Philadelphia. That's another thing. Like last night, she's like, I'm going to go to Philadelphia because her treatments were early this morning. I have to go to Detroit. And last night, she was so excited that it would just be me and my middle one, Kelsey, going to see the Beatle, go to see McCartney. And we leave each other notes and stuff like that. Like, uh, that that's, a, that's another thing. For you people married, whatever. It doesn't take a whole lot. Don't watch the news. Take a second. Every time you're about to watch the news, see what's going on with Trump. And Trump sucks. Or this or this one sucks. Or Hillary sucks. Or blah, blah, everyone there. Just before you get caught up in that emotional madness. Madness. Is there someone that you really love? Your daughter. Your son. Your mom. Your dad. Your husband. Your wife. Take that energy that you're about to waste. Well, you know, we shouldn't be doing that. It's such wasted energy. And reach out and use that energy and do something really awesome for someone else. And don't expect anything in return. And, and just, and the more you do it, watch what happens. Watch the results. You know, every time I go away... I'll get to where I am and I'll find a little note from my wife that she's stuck in one of my pants pockets and no one else is going to do that. Like, you know, that's, it's little, but it just, it's, it's comforting knowing they're still thinking of you. So she, she was going down to, uh, the hospital yesterday and I, we were rushing out of the house trying to get ready, going to go see McCartney and... I had I was so excited. I had time to run up into my bathroom and write this really cool note. And I stuck it in her her pocketbook where I know she has to go into. Her purse, her bag, whatever. It was cool. She woke up. I got that message this morning. Like, did you leave this note? No, it was your lover, dopey. Of course I left it. We think Orlando Bloom is writing to you? Tom Cruise and uh Johnny Depp and the guy who plays Thor? Who's who's writing? I'm writing to you. You're in borrowed time, pal. I'm stepping up. 
Regulators! Yeah, so I have a great... Moments like that, you're excited. To hear my wife so excited over a note. I mean, she wasn't jump for joy. She's like, thank you so... Like, you just you hear, the, you hear it in their voice. Seeing my daughters... Seeing Kelsey just lighten up watching Paul McCartney dancing and and we have a moment together. And that's it. Life is life is that. It's moments. If right now you sit there and go, what was the greatest times of your life? You're gonna there's about three moments you remember immediately. And everything I ever accomplished. Last night or stand above all. Moments like that. Moments like my daughter call me up and go, Dad, will you please come visit me? I just want to go to dinner. Those are moments. There's no money involved. There's no big thank you involved. There's no, uh, what I, you know what I do for you? Do you realize what I do for you? You have no clue all the things I do for you. Those are moments that you got to capture. You got to resonate. You got to feel them. And that's what life, that for me, that's what it's all about. You know what I'm doing this Sunday? This Sunday, and I planned, and I did this, I I started feeling this a lot. Maybe it's because I turned 50. More and more I find myself going, I am, we're planning gatherings. We're in the past running around with kids. Some of us can't do it because the kids are young, blah, blah. But I am, the older you get, you realize those moments are so big. They're so powerful. They're so needed. They're so healthy. And they're so comforting. Yet we run around this madness and we turn on the computer and the TV and Twitter and this and that. And you keep yourself busy and you read all books and then run around. That's mind. That's your mind being clogged. You can't forget your soul. Your soul is just as important as the rest of your body. Your soul needs to be healthy. And the older I get, I realize the way to, to nurture my soul, I got to be around people I love, moments that make me feel like that. Like, I'm... I'm st- so this Sunday... Every year, um, Chester, New Jersey has an October Festival at Chubb Park. The whole family's going there. We're going to beat the snot out of the place. We go every year. Sometimes we come in packs of 10, 15. We get lit up. That's right, lit up. That's two beers, really. Lit up, dance, play beanbag ball, whatever Cornhole, whatever you want to call it. Listen to the band. Eat sausage, bratwurst, big pretzels. And we laugh hard together. I can't wait to see my niece. She's hilarious. She's big, big burly laughing. Can't wait to see all my nieces. My ne- We're going to have a ball. My great nieces, my great nephews. I, I, I'm excited about my shows, but I'm more excited to see them. And that's what life's about. And I hope uh, I hope this weekend 
if you don't get to see me or get to see me on tour, that you go go see and do something that'll cleanse you inside, make you feel good. You don't have to spend a lot of money doing it. Get together with that person you've been dying to get together with. God, I've been dying to call Carol and sit down. Go do it. What's stopping you? Stop talking yourself out of things. Well, I can't, well, you know, they were Just do it. Life's too short. I don't know. Does this podcast make any sense today? I mean, it was kind of all over the place. Went from McCartney to Moments to uh, my septic costing a billion dollars. Smells like ass in my yard. It doesn't matter. I just... I hope I hope you listened. I hope you enjoyed. I hope you didn't uh, go, God, he's boring and annoying. I have a bunch of new dates. Uh, I got a tour about to announce. And I just can't thank you enough for listening each and every time. More and more of you are listening, and more and more of you like this style. So, and I talked to my, I, I promise you, I promise you, I'm going to get my wife on here. Got it. I'm going to start having my wife at least once a week or every other week. Maybe this Sunday night I can taper and we can do something. I also talked about the script. Oh, I'm definitely, I promise, going to be done. I'm not done. I'm 90% done. There's like one section where I'm trying to figure out. But it'll be, uh, it'll be, I'm still really into it. So that's, that, that's good. So. All right, hopefully next week I'll have the first rough draft of uh, my pilot episode. And uh, we can go over that. I'm also going to, like I said, I'm heading to Jim Thorpe, Pennsylvania. And uh, I believe Hanover, Pennsylvania. And then I got some sick trips, like Hawaii and stuff like that. And I'll tell you about when uh, that comes. I'm going to go look for flights that I can go visit my daughter down in Florida. Since she wants to me to visit and um, thank you guys so much for listening you you make my day keep writing keep inspiring me keep saying hello at the shows and just thank you so much thanks for listening